but right now, it's your favourite. Uh, it's a Collingwood legend. Uh, he's just a super, uh, absolute hero in his day. Um, had 250 games in the Magpies and Premiership, and he's raised two incredible footballers, and that's Peter Dacos. G'day, Peter. Uh, good evening, Jack. Uh, Joel, um, thanks for having me on, boys. Oh, not a problem. I shouldn't have just said uh, footballers with uh, Josh and Nick. They're two incredible men. I mean, there's not a bad thing about them by uh, what we've seen and uh, heard about them. I mean, it just must be. I mean, your fatherhood and um, parenting must have been fantastic growing up. Oh, well, there's, uh, there's a little bit more than just uh, my input. Clearly, uh, their mum has had a big say in uh, what has gone on. But, no, I, I, we appreciate the, uh, the kind words. It's nice. So, uh, but, no, we're, we're, we're pleased with what they're doing on the field and, and clearly off the field as well. Dakes, as a father, you obviously played a massive part in Nick and Josh's life. Speaking strictly in a football sense, what were the, some of the main things you did for the boys growing up? Was it Did you have to push them in any way? Did you take them out to the park for sessions? What was it that you did? Um, I, I, football, in terms of football, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I mean, as a parent, I mean, you know, firstly and foremost, I suppose it's... Um, it's a it's a, a love and caring that you give and um, the support um, and I can rattle off probably uh, ten other things as well. So I think um, no, I just think that we've I think one thing that we've constantly um, sort of been able to do is is just just provide the support uh, support uh, no different to any any other parents really. So um, and and in football terms, I mean it's. It's something that I've said and it's been documented, well documented, that I've never had to push the kids. I mean, they love their footy and getting to the park and having a kick was has never been a chore, um, even these days. So having said that, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I suppose I did what, what most dads did, you know, sort of involved with the kids at their um, local level. I mean, we you know uh, firstly push the educational side of things and then football was, was always a, a very close second so again I just get back to their love of um, the game made it so that it's never really been a chore so any of the practices or input uh, in and around their training has really sort of come pretty naturally Dakes um, you were so talented with the footy in hand back when you played just how important is the the basic skill fundamentals in today's game? It, it's sort of overlooked a little bit, I think. Just how important is it to be able to kick that goal, hit that target, um, and do those sorts of little things with the the skill sort of side of footy? Well, I think um, terminologies may have changed in in football, but the the objectives um, are still the same, aren't they? I mean, controlling the football, getting hold of the football, um, keeping your feet, and more impo- importantly, putting it to advantage has always been you know paramount. So, um, I don't think that side of it has ever um, and will ever change. So, it's clearly. You know, first and foremost, it's um, about the use of the ball when we have it, and clearly there's a defensive side of the game when we don't have it, and then there's you know the the as Alan Jones used to say, when the ball is in dispute. So you know, trying to win possession and control possession of the football is is really important. But um, yeah, look, 
I don't think that's ever changed. That that um, that's always been very important, and you only have to listen to coaches, uh, you know, post games of, of you know, most of the time there, there's always. Um, a mention based around you know either their efficiency or you know their their scoring um, their, their ability to score and take chances so you know it's uh, and that that part of the game will will never ever change um, so having said that yeah that uh, um, that's always been um, really important to to the, the game as we know it Peter it's Collingwood Carlton this Friday night we spoke to uh, Peter McKenna just before and the importance for Collingwood to triumph over the old enemy. What were some of your memories of playing against Carlton? Oh well, you know, back when back well, back when I played. I mean, <laughs> wasn't that long ago, Dokes? Oh well, thirty years ago this year was sort of my last year. So having I remember it, can't be that long. <laughs> uh, having said that, I think um, I think the the you know back in my era, I mean. Uh, it was all about. And I don't, again, this is a part of the game that that hasn't changed. I mean, players love playing on the big stage, as they call it. Um, although our big stage was either a Vic Park or Princess Park, as it was known back then, and um, the old suburban uh, football grounds. Uh, and they used to pack them in. There were no seats in the outer, and you'd, you'd always get your thirty odd thousand there. They'd be jam packed. They'd close the gates, and it's the old line of it. Didn't matter where the lather standing was. The, there was always huge interest in the games because both these teams you know had been um, successful in their own right over many 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 years and you know uh, when especially when I started you could sort of take it back 20 years before then so and that didn't change as a player when I when I uh, got hold of the fixture leading into a year the, the, the first game you always looked for was when we were playing Carlton and because you always knew that it was going to be a big crowd and um, that it was going to be played for high stakes so um, and I don't think look it somewhat sort of diminished a little bit um, you know somewhat um, uh, because I just think now there's sort of that even spread now there's a lot more rivalries and you know, I would say, you know, we, we seem to have a very healthy rivalry with with Melbourne and Geelong of late and, and but, you know, Carlton is still high in that pecking order. So um, and, and this week, you know, both the teams bring some great form in. It's unfortunate for the Blues. They may be going in with, with some key players uh, injured, but you know, 85,000 and the way the game's played these days, you know, I'm sure that um, it's going to be a close contest and um, that, that whoever fills the void left at Carlton is is going to take take that up. So, um, yeah, look, it should be a cracking game. I can't wait and I'm sure there's a lot of people eager to get to the game. It's been a sellout for a while and Carlton's form, you know, makes it all the more interesting um, leading in. They've got... You know, final aspirations, and 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 so do we. We we want to finish as high as possible, and it, you know, and keep our standing either that first or second place. So there's a bit at stake, and and I think it's going to be played with a bit of feeling. Yes, it is. It is, and I mean, it looked like uh, it looked like that a bit on, on Saturday night when the Pies got over the, the power and in such a close contest. It, now I asked Tony Shaw this uh, a couple of weeks ago about the actual team and the form. Is this? I mean, they've obviously never had on the premiership just yet. You know, they look like they will. But is this the best Collingwood you've seen? 
Well, firstly, looking looking at your will and doing it is, is two completely different things. I mean, there's still uh, quite a bit of football to play. And, you know, we know that whether it's one quarter or one game, I mean, you know, a lot can change um, the fortunes of a, of a club. And, and there are things that sort of um, leave your control. Um, and that may be clearly injuries and, and players not playing to, uh, you know, their, their maximum, um, you know. So, so um, but as for, you know, they, they put themselves in a really, really good position. Um, and you can measure a lot of things in football, but, you know, the desire and the competitive spirit, I mean, is going to come to the fore. And look, Collingwood played in finals last year and, you know, I'm, I'm quite confident that they have the temperament to go through. They weren't far away last year in playing off in that grand final. Um, and, uh, you know, as for where they stand, yeah, they've had a wonderful year. I think the one thing is hard to combat is is competitiveness. I mean, tactics can get found out, but um, when you've got a competitive um, team and they've probably got you know, up to um, probably 30 players that could quite easily fit into the 23. Um, there's a real good competitiveness for positions, which is keeping, you know, players uh, maintaining um, as close to their, their, their very best form. So, yeah, look, it's um, they are a, a wonderful team. And, and, look, I've even heard which uh, is probably a first, but I hear of a lot of supporters, and I can't remember other times where I've had the type of feedback, but they say, oh, look, I don't barrack for Collingwood, but yes. I love watching the players. Mm. I've even had Carlton supporters <laughs> um, you know, saying that. So it, it's, um, you know, it's clearly a feather in their cap, and, um, you know, they've endeared themselves not only to their own supporters, but to, to other supporters. So their the football you know, has been terrific. I mean, they've lost two games this year, so, yeah. you know, you, you can't get any more consistent than that. And, and um, yeah, so leading into the year, you'd, um, you, you know, as we, we, we tail off into finals, I mean, you, you'd ho- uh, like to think that they're going to maintain, um, you know, uh, their consistent form. So they've been they've been great to watch. And, and yeah, look, you know, for I think the 2010 team taking take nothing away from from them, they were uh, a really uh, very very good team. And they were, if you remember back, 2011 team was was just as good, if not mm. uh, a tad better. And unfortunately, they went into a final series, you know, having you know copped those injuries, which. Um, you know, I think off the top of my head, Chris Dawes, Benny Reid, you know, yeah. there was players that, you know, and there was probably, you know, two or three others that just just uh, weren't at their uh, very best because of injury. So, yeah, that'll play a big part. But, yeah, they're, they're a very good team, very good team. They, they are. And uh, you mentioned the word endearing there, that uh, the Collingwood Footy Club endearing. I mean, you, you were throughout your career endearing. Uh, to everyone that uh, we watched the game, I mean, your, your special skills, and you, you're still doing it, Dakes, uh, in the grandstand. Uh, the other week you came out with a double cobra when Nick kicked the goal. Um, have you got, got any more celebrations left in you? Are we, are we picking up a new um, one for next week, maybe? Well, um, well, you know, the, the funny thing with all this is that um, they tend to beam to you and, and um, you know, they track you down and, you know, I thought I, I may have outsmarted the, the, the Channel 7 boys. Uh, I don't think with, you could, with, no, there's no escape from that, no. Yeah, but they tend to spot you or mm. work out where you're sitting. But but uh, having, having said all that, yeah, no, look... Uh, 
Um, I do, uh, I always use a line that, you know, I do get excited, um, you know, when things come off for the boys because I, I always say that um, people get to see a finished product. So we, we get to see, the family gets to see firsthand of you know, the amount of work the boys put in. So when it comes off and, you know, you, 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 I am pleased with it. And as a parent, I mean, whether the kids are doing VC or you know, doing ballet or playing basketball, yeah. um, you know, when things sort of go their way, you, you can't help but get excited because of um, first-hand, you know, witnessing the amount of work that goes into, you know, um, sort of getting the sort of results that, that, that you know, they're after. So, um, no, it's really pleasing. But I will say that, you know, it'd be nice if they beamed to me when Collingwood... Um, kick the goal because I'm just happy. So, uh, it's not only, I, I don't just get excited when um, the boys do yeah. well, uh, although that, that takes me to another level. Uh, <laughs> I, I, overall, I'm, I'm really pleased when, um, you know, I'm just as pleased when uh, Jamie Elliott, uh, um, you know, finishes off and, and, and yeah, kicks a goal too. or you get Bo McCreary doing what he does so well in and around that forward line and or Nathan Murphy's pressure in defence, you know, I could rattle off all the boys. Mm-hmm. So I get really pleased overall with, um, you know, um, the overall efforts of, of the team, full stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fair enough. I, I just haven't seen you do it with Josh yet, so, I mean, I, I know who the favourite is. Um, <laughs> tell oh, us... No, no, they're both, they're all... Uh, no, they're <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now, just, I mean, we're all endeared to them, as you as we mentioned. We, we love Nick and Josh playing footy and mm. everything, and we just, you know, as we say that. But is there, have they got any bad habits at all? Do they bite their nails or do they pick <laughs> their nose or they, you know, scratch your ear wrong? What's, have they got anything wrong with them? Oh, look, if, if, if this was a uh, closed forum, I'd, I'd probably wrap <laughs> off a couple of things, but I'm too scared where it might end up. So, Fair oh, call. Look, uh, I, I think, you know, again, you know, um, the boys are like anyone. I mean, they're no different to, to anyone. Yeah. You know, they're, they're young young men that, um, you know, have other interests outside football and, you know, they, you know, they, uh, you know, at the moment they're, they're clearly, you know, front and centre in you know, um, in amongst um, this this wave of, of Collingwood, that's what Collingwood and, and the sort of years they've had over the last couple of years under Craig McRae. So, um, but no, look, the the boys are, you know, their, their main focus is their footy, but they're like anyone else. They have the, you know, sort of, without going into it too much, yeah, they're, they're just young guys and, and have other interests and, yeah, it's all, it, it's, it, it's all good. So, um yeah, and that pleases us because they're in a uh, a good space at the moment, and yeah. and yeah, that suits us fine. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I know you got to. So you didn't get too much, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make a headline. Oh, never mind. Next time. I, I take you might leave it there, mate. I know you got a function to go to, so we really appreciate you giving us some of your time. Oh, thanks, boys. Cheers. Thank <laughs> thanks, Dakes. Not a problem. Oh, Peter Dacos there. Legend. Oh, legend of Collingwood. Uh, 250 games, 549 goals. Mm. And obviously the father of Nick and Josh.